In natural disasters like the Turkey and Syrian earthquakes, we think first of physical relief. Understandably, food, clothing, shelter, health, medical, and safety. Yet Turkish doctors said the first wave of patients had life and death physical injuries. Then the second and third wave were PTSD, panic attacks, anxiety, depression. There's a need for spiritual trauma relief for the whole nation. In crisis, disasters, tragedies, it seems people immediately begin to ask existential questions like, where is God? Does he care? What happens to my friend who died? What happens to me if I die? In natural disasters, who provides the spiritual trauma relief that is needed? Welcome to the Unconventional Ministry Podcast, where the conversation is about fresh ministry ideas and innovative approaches. I'm Dennis Sweens, your host, Senior Impact Catalyst at Sat7 USA. My guest today is Dr. Rex Rogers, president of Sat7 USA, former president of Cornerstone University, a prolific author, a blogger, and now a podcaster as well. So, Rex, welcome to the Unconventional Ministry Podcast. Thanks for inviting me, Dennis. Appreciate it. It's great to have you here. You know, we think about uh, what's going on over there in the Middle East. Everybody understands natural disasters. And uh, what we want to talk about today is spiritual trauma relief in the context of these natural disasters that take place around the world, and especially as we've seen in Turkey and in Syria. Let's define what we're talking about with spiritual trauma relief. What is that? And then we'll unpackage what that means and how we can do that type of ministry. Well, as you said in your introduction there, Dennis, uh, I think people, and we're not trying to knock them, it's just understandable, Christians immediately think of physical relief, and understandably so. I mean, if there's an earthquake or any other kind of natural disaster like that, people need food and clothing and safety and shelter and medical and health kinds of aid. But very quickly, they need far more than that. And that's where the role of Christian media, uh, where we play a role, can contribute with trauma spiritual relief in beginning to try to answer some of those existential questions you mentioned there, because people do ask them. They begin to be very concerned about their own sense of their future, what happened to their, their loved one, why did God do this? Is God out there? Does he care? Does he know? That's exactly what Sat7 can speak to in those kinds of times, and that is spiritual relief, just as important, maybe even more so than physical relief. Now, we're hearing these existential questions in Turkey and Syria, but do people tend to ask these questions even in smaller crisis or smaller natural disasters around the world? Is this something that's pretty common in crisis and disaster? Yeah, I think it is. And we've seen articles from time to time about that. There was a number of articles that came out of Japan post-earthquake and tsunami there. I think it was in 2005, uh, the one that uh, upset their nuclear reactor, and they had terrible things happen. I mean, it's it's a number of years later now, and they're still struggling with those existential questions. They're still struggling with people's sense of of place uh, of permanence, of the fact that this happened to us and why did it happen to us? What does it mean spiritually and emotionally? It takes a long time to, you just don't get over those things with the passage of time. You need to have understanding, knowledge, and of course, if that knowledge is of the sovereign God of the universe, then you can have hope, and it's much more important and helpful. So how does SAT7, as a broadcast media ministry, minister in times of crisis like we're seeing now in Turkey and Syria? Well, one of the things that we, our team immediately did 
was uh, with their live programs, have a number of live programs, as you know, on the air, where they can alter very quickly the subject matter. And they uh, in live programming, just like here, you get tend to get more interaction with your audience. So they begin to address some of these kinds of questions and speak into it, or they address questions that they're hearing from their viewers and helping them wrestle with this. And we're talking about people then that were not necessarily in the earthquake impact zone. They may have lived uh, several hundred miles away, but they may have grown up in the earthquake impact zone. Some of our staff did, or they have family back there, or one of our ladies uh, where she got married, the church where she got married in the impact zone was flattened. So it gets their attention, it gets the attention of the entire country asking these kinds of questions, and we can speak directly into that immediately. I've heard you say that uh, you believe SAT-7 is providentially positioned to respond in a natural disaster like we've seen. It's not like we just all of a sudden after the disaster went to programming, we're an established broadcaster in the Middle East. We're established channels in Arabic, in Farsi, in Turkish. Uh, Talk to us a little bit about this concept uh, you believe were providentially positioned for such a time as this. Well, as you know, SAT-7 was about 26, going on 27 years of age. Uh, We're based on the little island country of Cyprus, but we have studios in these other countries in Middle East and North Africa. Uh, We've become a trusted brand, for want of another word or phrase. People know SAT-7, they know it's Christian, and with a largely non-Christian audience in the Middle East, North Africa, who are watching, uh, they want to know what those Christians are thinking and saying. Uh, They want to know what their God, so to speak, how he speaks into this. And it gives us a new platform, a new opportunity. People are looking for answers. You asked earlier, do people really ask these kind of questions? I think you and I and every other human being, we ask those kind of questions when we have personal adversity. Uh, When our wife goes through an illness, you know, an unexpected diagnosis, I mean, it's a test of faith. And you begin to ask those kind of questions, you go back to the Lord uh, if you don't have the Lord to go back to, think of the anxiety and uh, the other kinds of spinoffs of that depression and so on that can happen. So we really try to minister to people at that time, sharing not only but the providence of God, that he's not this meanie in the sky, he's not trying to hurt people, but he speaks to them. One last thought, Christianity is the only, quote, religion where God is the heavenly father, where he is compassionate where he cares, where he's personally knows you personally and individually. There's no other God in any religion that is presented like that. I know part of Sat7's vision is to make the gospel available to everyone in the Middle East and North Africa. And so you think of new audiences, and these disasters really offer a, a new audience that Sat7 can speak into the real felt needs at that time. You know, as I present uh, the ministry, a lot of times I get the impression from uh, church leaders, ministry leaders, broadcast media is more entertainment, but we're using it for discipleship, for helping people like we've just described in uh, spiritual trauma relief. How important is the social media in for Sat 7 at a time like this? Well, as you know, anywhere in the world, there's an increase in smartphones, especially among the young, but on up into our age bracket as well. And when you have a situation, we heard that the other day, like an earthquake or series of earthquakes in Turkey and Syria, uh, a lot of the televisions have been knocked out. They don't have TV sets, but they have their smartphones, and there's still connections with their satellites, and they're watching programming on those 
smartphones or they are tuning in through social media and receiving information about health and hygiene, about safety, uh, you know, the weather, the natural disaster. Uh, they're receiving information about who God is and directly addressing these questions if it's coming from us. I know we've done a lot of uh, special programming. What What are some special programs that you related to it a little bit that we're doing specifically for those immediately affected by the earthquakes? Well, it's a, it takes a little longer. As you know, the process with that, again, the first is a live programming where they can change the topic the next day. Uh, and they bring in then pastors, spiritual counselors, uh, Christian psychologists, people who can speak directly and authoritatively to the idea of trauma and how God works and what is the theology of approach to suffering and uh, help people in terms of their understanding of why they're experiencing what they're experiencing or how they can trust God in the process of that. Uh, then the next thing they can develop or how are developing are programs that deal directly with who God is and what Christianity is in terms of the Turkish people. Set 7 Turk in particular is very conscious of the fact that much of early Christian church history took place in Asia Minor, in Antalya, in Turkey. So they want the Turkish people today to know that, and so they'll connect back with that and help them see uh, their Christian heritage. And so some of the programming focused on some of the Christian uh, monuments, churches, and other kinds of uh, Christian presentations in the impact zone that were lost, and what that means then to the Turkish people and kind of speaking to them in that way. For those of you listening to this podcast, I encourage you to share it with others so they can learn about what we're doing for spiritual trauma relief at the site of the earthquake, really for the whole nation of uh, Turkey and Syria. And then uh, read some of the amazing stories. Uh, and that's at sat7usa.org. And uh, there's a lot of different resources there, ways that you could be involved. Many of you support in-country, on-the-ground resourcing of uh, people that need hands-on help, but also come alongside and help us as we provide spiritual trauma counseling and healing and relief through broadcast media, through social media. So Rex, you've become a podcaster as well. Uh, you joined my podcast here, the Unconventional Ministry Podcast, but you do a podcast as well. And you talk some about some of these things on your own podcast, discerning what is best. You're enjoying that? I'm enjoying a great deal. Started last January. It's a new experience. I got into it through some of your work. You know, it's just a new way of expressing your thoughts, getting it out there. I hear from people who listen. Of course, varies with the topic and varies with the week. I try to post one a week, uh, sometimes two. But um, yeah, discerning what's best comes from Philippians 1, 9 through 11, uh, where we are charged by the Lord to discern what is best in our lives and to make sure that we're applying our Christian faith in and through the lives that He's given us. So I encourage you to get on the, the website, sat7usa.org, and then slash podcasts, plural. There's two podcasts there. You can listen to Rex's podcast, Discerning What's Best, and you can also listen to this podcast, Unconventional Ministry. So Rex, thank you again for carving time out of a busy schedule and uh, joining the Unconventional Ministry podcast as we wrap up here. What is some advice that you have for our podcast listeners as they think in terms of ministry in the Middle East? Well, I'd certainly encourage them, number one, to pray for the people of Turkey uh, and Syria. An earthquake like this, any kind of natural disaster, and again, we learned this in Japan a few years ago, it has a long tail, as I say. It just doesn't, things don't get fixed in a, in a week or a month or even two years. Uh, people that lose loved ones. I mean, think about 9-11. Uh, we're still working through that as, an, as a nation 
uh, and as a people. And of course, those who lost loved ones directly, they'll never quite get over that. So pray for the people of uh, Turkey and Syria. Uh, pray for Sat7 that they have wisdom in how to speak into this kind of situation. And as you know, the Middle East, <laughs> there's a crisis every week or so. Uh, and there's other violence and things going on right now that uh, are of great concern in Syria and in Yemen, uh, and of course the inflation and issues in Lebanon as well. Speaking of prayer, I host a monthly uh, Zoom prayer called Beyond Borders Prayer Zoom, and that's on the website as well, and you can join that each month. And uh, rather than me talk about prayer requests through the gift of technology, we connect directly with somebody in the Middle East, learn of their ministry, their aspect of SAT7, what are their challenges, and how can we pray? So I invite you to join us on the Beyond Borders prayer each month. So go to the website to register for that, and we'd welcome you to join us next uh, week. Uh, on Wednesday is this month's uh, Beyond Borders prayer, so join us for that as well. So Rex, again, thank you for joining the Unconventional Ministry Podcast. Thank you, Dennis. Blessings. In our changing world, there are more ways than ever to do ministry. SAT7, as a broadcast media ministry, is changing how ministry is done. Through innovative approaches, collaborative efforts, broadcast satellite television, web streaming, and social media, SAT7 is making a difference. Visit SAT7 online today at sat7usa.org to learn ways you can be a part of this kingdom work. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please share it with your friends. If you know of an unconventional ministry approach, please introduce us. We'd like to have them on as guests. Thank you again for joining this episode of the Unconventional Ministry Podcast. Mm-hmm.